Life's complicated and overwhelming enough, especially for those in mission-driven work. Let's make your journey to health as simple and sustainable as possible. I'm Lisa Baker, and I want to welcome you to the Simply Health Coaching Podcast, where it's the food, and it's more than the food. On this podcast, we talk about the food that you put in your mouth, and everything else that nourishes you, or doesn't, with special attention paid to the problems and opportunities facing women over 40 burning out in mission-driven work. My vision is a world in which you can be well while doing good. My mission is to give you the simple resources and practices and some helpful connections to get there. Let's get started. This week's episode is brought to you by my Eat Your Way to Health program. That's right, it's back and it's a whole new ball game. It's still all about using my proven eat process to turn the burnout train around and reclaim your health. And it's in a whole new format. I have run my signature program for about five years with individuals and four times in the past two years with groups. And now it's available as a self-paced online program that can be licensed by organizations and corporations that want to add an innovative employee wellness program to their benefits package. The best part is that through the end of 2022, your organization can get on board at a special pilot price. In addition to kicking the tires, you'll be asked to provide feedback along the way and uh, testimonials and or referrals at the end. So if you want to learn more, email me or find a time to connect. I'll put my email and my Calendly link in the show notes. Remember, special pilot pricing runs through December 31st, 2022. Don't miss it. After a decade of corporate merchandising, marketing, team building, and leadership, Annette Stahl emerged into entrepreneurship with her creativity in hand. Annette's passion led her to build the top real estate team in her market. Excelling in seeing patterns and building efficient connective systems, she developed the Client's Choice online platform to design and price a new home in an hour-long consultation. Client's Choice drove a Design Discovery's new construction division to build, draft, and design over 400 new homes, each one crafted to align with her clients' dream lives. There's the plan, and then there's life, with its twists and turns, which led Annette into her own 30-year personal growth journey. Through weaving her clients' dreams with all her mind, body, and spirit practices, a Design Discovery expanded to include inner and outer space alignment. Annette expanded her skills to bioenergy, feng shui, soul coaching, integrating nature healing, mindfulness practices, meditation, and cultivating emotional balance as she navigated life's challenges. From marriage to divorce, motherhood to empty nest, corporate worker to entrepreneur, from surviving violence to living in compassionate alignment with her abundance and truth, from cancer to the nuances of business building. She often says, our dream life flows best in our dream space. As an intuit designer, entrepreneur, and business and life coach, Annette will open the space you need to expand into a life by your design. Welcome, Annette. Thanks for joining me today. I am excited to be here. So as a health coach, 
I often talk about our food and lifestyle choices as being kale or kryptonite. They either nourish us like a superfood or they can toxify us. Usually they have the potential to nourish us. So as a way for us to get to know you a little bit beyond the bio, uh, confession time, what's your kale? What's the one thing that you try to do daily because you know it is so good for your life? This is going to sound super simple because we do it 14,000 times a day. It is intentional breathing. Before I even get out of bed, the first thing I do is my big breath and a big gratitude for this breath and this day. And that is how I start. And my dog knows because as soon as the breath happens, he's like, oh, we get to walk next. <laughs> I have a similar situation. Yep. I, my dog does the same thing. Like, oh, she's wiggling. She's breathing deeply. It's time. Well, <laughs> and then they get up and look at you. Yeah. He'll usually wait till the third breath. He kind of cuddles in on the first one. And so he kind of, we kind of have a whole system, which I find adorable. And I love that. It reinforces the whole process, right? Because they're recognizing. And so it's just kind of our little wake up. And so, yeah, I love it. They are such energetic beings, our pets. It's just amazing how, how attuned to us they can be. And I feel like the more I tune myself into his energy, the happier I am. (laughs) We, we, this dog we got when my boys, we went through the divorce and my boys needed unconditional love. And so their therapist thought it would be a great idea for them to get a puppy. So we did puppy finder because we adopted, of course, um, one that was out there and he truly is just unconditional love. Like the dog next door does not like him. He puts his whole head in his mouth and he's still like, Oh, nice tonsil. Like he's just, (laughs) so he always reminds me however someone reacts to me has nothing to do with me because he is just so happy. Like, I'm like, that dog does not even like you. And every day he goes back like, hi, nice to you. I love it. All right. Yes. That's just his little personality. So yeah. Excellent. So your kale is first thing when you wake up three deep, intentional, mindful breaths, some gratitude, some puppy love, and it's confession time. What's the kryptonite? What sneaks in there, even though you know, it's not great for you? Um, The phone. (laughs) Ooh, so true checking if I have a text, checking if somebody needs me, checking with that, which is ridiculous. I am not a brain surgeon. There's nobody dying if I don't answer their text. (laughs) 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 You give myself more power than I deserve. (laughs) Oh, what a good way to look at it. Yes. Yeah. It it does make us feel wanted and needed and important. (laughs) Yeah. I tell people, some people are alcoholics. I'm a foodaholic and workaholic, you know, if something goes bad, my numbing agents are let's work more or let's find something really great to eat. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. A total numbing agent. Okay, great. Well, thank you for confessing that. I think a lot of people can understand that. So tell us what you do and how you came to do it and what it is exactly. So I came about this in a roundabout way. Um, I worked in a corporate office and my dream was always to build houses. 
So I used to draw them when I was little and I made, we in the seventies, I'm sure people can remember there used to be paneling in basements. So my parents ripped all that paneling out and they were going to put drywall up. So my brother and I used duct tape while they were at work and created a fort out of duct tape and paneling. It was the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. It was my first structure. I so love it. Say, I started with a literally duct tape and <laughs> As I went into the corporate world, I then decided I wanted to be a writer and change the world like deep throat and Watergate. And so I went and got a journalism degree and ended up in a corporate office doing statistics, which is another love of mine. Wait, really what? <laughs> right, right. And then I um, would design people's houses in my lunch hour. They'd be like, I have this problem. And I'd be like, oh, here, let me fix it. And I married a civil engineer and um, we built our own home from the ground up. And I did it from the places we loved most. So the way I did it is I said, tell me about your best childhood memory. Where was it? What did it feel like? What did it smell like? And then I created these collages, these vision boards. And then um, we designed the house from that and him and I built it, the two of us. And so that was an amazing experience. Um, and when that marriage ended, he actually introduced me to a builder and said, so I was at corporate, I left corporate to save my marriage, <laughs> which ended up in smokes, but um, he introduced me to this builder and said, this is the only man that'll ever be able to deal with you. And so this builder, thank you, I up, think, <laughs> yeah, obviously our marriage was already rocky. Backhanded compliments like that. Gotta love yeah, them. <laughs> he was a mechanical engineer. He was a dreamer. And he was an entrepreneur, truly an entrepreneur, would risk everything for an idea and the energy of it. Um, so I could dream anything I wanted up and everybody could say it was impossible. And he would say, let's figure out how. And he always saw me as Alice in Wonderland, like, oh, I love falling down the hole with you, the rabbit hole, because in this world, everything's magical and anything can happen. So we, he did these really high-end homes and I, I have um, had a struggle with that because I wanted all of that magic for the school teacher. Like I wanted that magic available to anyone. And I always think of school teachers just because I feel like they never make enough money. <laughs> so it's, it's just yeah. kind of my, because as a child, we think like, wow, a school teacher. And then we become adults and we're like, oh, school teachers, you know, like. I know, you know, my, one of my biggest wishes during the pandemic has been that, especially during those, those years, months that, that kids were home. I kept thinking, you know, is this going to be the point at which parents recognize how underpaid teachers are? Like when you're doing the teacher's job to some degree, are you going to figure out that we are sadly underpaying these people? Like, can we make a change in that? <laughs> so we're not picking on the school teachers. We love you. <laughs> and that's exactly it. Like my most monumental moments, my most biggest heroes are teachers, are like several teachers through my life that really changed, you know, it's like that pivot points. And yeah. so I was like, I'm doing this magical thing for rich people and everybody deserves this. And oh, you I and I are so similar. <laughs> yeah. One of my missions is like, I want to make health coaching available to and affordable for everybody because health coaching is similar. You know, who goes, who hires a health coach? People with disposable income, right? <laughs> yeah. 
Right. And my corporate job was at Payless Shoe Source, which is plastic shoes, right? Um, But they were actually very quality shoes for a really great price. And they did it better than anyone. And I would go to fashion designers and I was one of them because I walked fast and I can sell myself. So I would go to the high-end New York stores and buy them like a snotty rich person and then take them back and we would take pictures and stuff. So I was in that part of it. up front. So I understood because what we were trying to do was give designer looks at $9.99. So you could walk into an office for $9.99 and look just like the woman that spent $500. So I really like, and also that was what made me love them because they were offering things that people could afford and they were doing it by volumizing it. So when I talked to the engineer I was working with on these expensive houses, I said, this is what I want to do. And he said, I love your dream. (laughs) I can't do that. (laughs) It's not how I think. He's like, so let me hook you up with this developer and builder who does 30 houses a year. They have land, like they have that process, but he's like, you and I are going to have to figure it out because they're not going to have the money or time to figure it out. So you got to have like a testing place and then you have to economize it. So it's kind of like Pottery Barn is inventing things and restoration hardware, and then Target sells it, right? After they've figured out the whole process of making it, they figure out how to economize it. So that was the concept I came up with. So then I, and just integratively, I know that my environment affects how I function. So Denise Lynn does feng shui and she had offered um before when she was writing soul coaching she needed a group to go through it with her so she would send you an email and you had to give feedback so this was in 2000 i'd had seven miscarriages i'd had one baby and i had just found natural medicine and health and um I was determined not to have an only child because my best part of my childhood was my baby brother who's three years younger than me. So I, that came open and I was like, I want to do that. I really liked her feng shui. I liked all of that. So I did her soul coaching and I got pregnant in it, during it. And I actually carried it to term. That was my second child. And so I really started seeing how our physical bodies aligned with our environment, aligned with where we want it to go. And as I worked with my friends, because I didn't think I was a designer, so I just did it for fun. As I worked with my friends, I noticed I had to give them permission. So when we did a beautiful room, I said, it is for right now in this time of your life. I give you permission to change this as soon as it feels not now, as soon as it feels like your next evolution, just like food. Mm. Same food I ate at 50 is not what was good for me at 30. (laughs) Yes. This is just making me jump up and down and yell and scream because that is, that is a question I ask people all the time too. Like what is right for you right now? When you think about why is it that, you know, and you could talk about it in terms of design too, but like when you're a baby, you nurse or you have a bottle. And when you're a little bit older, you start solid food and then you start eating all kinds of things. And then as a teen, you know, a kid and a teen, you eat all kinds of stuff and then you change as a young adult. And somehow we, we think that like, once we find the thing that works for us as an adult, it's going to stay the same. Oh no. Why would we think that? (laughs) I don't know where we get that. My doctor always calls it. She's like, now is this an emotional challenge, a mental challenge or a meat suit issue? And so (laughs) I love that she calls her body a meat suit. (laughs) And then we have, you know, an energy challenge, right? 
And so she talks, she really sat down with me and said, listen, your body, your meat suit does almost all of the work until you turn 30. Because it knows that your brain is developing. It knows that you're emotionally experimenting. You don't know. Like there's only way to grow emotionally is to have the experiences. Um, You know, spiritually and energetically, that is constant change until about, you know, 25 to 30. That's when our brains and we start then integrating. And so she is like, when you turn 30, your meat suit starts saying, hey, I'm not doing all the work anymore. (laughs) Oh, this is such a great way to look at it. Yeah. So I tell people your house is the same way. So we have four rooms in our house. We have an emotional room. We have our physical room. We have our mental room and we have our spiritual. So in any space, in any room, in any home, we're trying to figure out how are we balancing all of those. That can be overwhelming to people. So a lot of times I talk in terms of nature. Because when we think of water, that's our emotion. When we think of physical, that's our earth, right? That's mother Mm. earth holding us. When we think of mind, that's metal. That's that clarity of kind of the whole mind. And then spirituality is usually seen as kind of the air that all flows through it all, which would be the same as feng shui. So again, you're taking and you're um, figuring out how do we create balance. Mm. Most people feel wonderful in nature and they'll be like, the ocean is the place I go or the mountains or the trees. That's important for me to understand. And then it's important for me to understand how do you want this space to function, flow and feel. And so then what we're doing is we're like, okay, where are we off on any of those? And typically it's going to be a natural element. Mm. And how do we want to bring it in or out? And it's not going to stay true forever. (laughs) If you're starting a new business, Mm -hmm. you may need a lot of fire in your office because you're starting, you're needing that energy. If you're maintaining a business, You may need the fire because you're getting bored because it's consistent and it's easy, or you need to bring in some water to flow because you've been Mm. like in the big. So people are like, well, what do I need? Well, I don't know. (laughs) Where are you? Where are you going? (laughs) Like, there's a lot of things to ask. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Oh, that is wonderful. So many good things in there. (laughs) So actually let's pick up right where you stopped. And you say that you have people ask you, okay, what do I need? Tell me when you're working with clients and I would be particularly interested in in women, but we can go more general if you want to. What are the commonalities that you've identified among your clients when they're asking you a question like that? And and I know this is asking you to generalize. Now I'd be interested to hear. I can generalize very quickly because I just did a session last night with nine beautiful women all across the age spectrum. And every one of them was wanted it to look good to the outside world. They wanted people to come in and, and my heart, I'm going to cry. My heart broke because I said, no, what do you want? Mm, Yeah. And their reaction is, I have no idea because it's been so long since anybody asked me that question. Well, and they were all breathing up in their chest. Nobody was connected to themselves. So I was like, all right, we're all going outside. Take your shoes off. Put our feet in the grass. We're breathing in a circle. We're going to make a sacred circle. 
we're going to breathe. And so literally we had to take a time to breathe. And it took a while for me even to teach them how to ground, to breathe into your belly, breathe down, exhale all the way through your feet and your tailbone. And yoga, a lot of times they mind you to plug in, but they forget you got to go all the way down your spine too. Once we let everything go, that doesn't, isn't ours. Give it back. Give it back girls. (laughs) It's not ours. Not our job to carry all this. Yeah. Now, what do you want to call in? Where, how do you want to feel? They're like, well, what if people don't like it? They're not your people. Yeah. So I would say as women, it's my hardest part is allowing them the sacredness. And they're like, but there's a whole family here. I don't know how many times I just got attacked by one of them. Like I have a whole family. I said, I I know. And so what is your space? What's your husband's space? Our children have their rooms. Yeah. Then we have a master bedroom that we share with our partner. Well, okay. If that's our master bedroom, most women have an office or uh, someplace. I mean, my poor sister-in-law, I say poor sister-in-law, but she loves cleaning. Um, She has the laundry room and she's very happy with that. Like I made it into her little office. She has like kind of a little office. And so that's because nobody bothers her in the laundry room because nobody can help fold. We made it oh. a whole dreamland for her. Yeah. Well, um, mine's in the kitchen. So yeah, <laughs> that's, that's totally good. It could be a public space. It could be, yeah. but there has to be some place women we go and we recharge. Mm. We go and it's us. And when people yeah. come there, they feel us. Because believe it or not, as mothers, as partners, even for baby mommies, there has to be a place they can plug into us. That is just our essence. We left, right? Mm. Like, you know, that perfume of your grandma and she's been in the room and you're just like, Oh, it's delightful. Or if your grandma made a great apple pie and you smell an apple pie and you're just like, grandma, you know, (laughs) not in this world for a while. That's the essence. Mm. And I love that it brings in all the senses. And all the senses are super important. They are the same as nature, right? (laughs) We have our five senses. We have our natural elements. And so we like to complicate this. It's not. Do not buy anything. (laughs) If you are designing your space, buy nothing. Start (laughs) with cleaning. Start Mm -hmm. with clutter clearing. Set, Set a timer, 15 minutes, five minutes, one minute. Honestly, it doesn't matter if you can do it for at least one minute every day, it will start changing your life Mm -hmm. and choose a drawer. So one minute, I'm going to do that drawer every day for one minute. I'm going to get that drawer done. Woohoo! Celebrate as women. We also forget to celebrate. Take a picture of the drawer. Send it to your friends. I have one clean drawer. Post it on Instagram. (laughs) I don't care. We have to start making this normal. Yes. Yeah. We do a hundred things on our shoulders. Yeah. We don't need one more thing in our space. Typically. Right. We need to let go of a bunch of things, open the space. I think Mary, Marianne Williams is the one that talks about, you know, you have to open the space for the new to come. Um, Denise Lynn says it in feng shui, you know, we need less. We don't need more. Yeah. We need one minute a day that we're releasing what is no longer ours or belongs in our space, in our lives. Mm. So this, this generalization that you've made that women, women that you work with tend to not be grounded, centered in themselves, know what it is that they want to feel in their space. Why do you think that is? What do you attribute that to? First, I want to say, I feel a huge amount of compassion because we, as women, 
I saw the cutest reel ever. It was a woman from the fifties and a woman from 2022 was like, Hey, guess what? You're going to get all these rights and you're going to get to work. And the woman from the fifties like, Oh, okay. So my husband will do the housework. She's like, Oh no, no, no. You get to work. I am responsible for housework. She's like, the fifties woman's like, so then my husband takes care of the kids. She's like, Oh no, 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 no. You do that too. Yeah. And so then the woman's like, so we have Rosie from Judson's, right? Like, so we have healthy meals that are cooked for us. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> right. And so it, for me, when I say, I don't want any woman to feel like, Oh my gosh, I'm not connected. I'm a bad person. No, you're not. You are in a society that has said, keep everything you were doing and we're going to add everything else on you. Yeah. And then they gaslight you that you're not enough. You mm -hmm. are perfect and amazing just where you are. Whatever your space looks like in this moment is perfect. Mm -hmm. And it's telling you a million things. And if you want to understand that, if you are getting called somewhere and you to unravel that, just pick the one thing that makes you a little bit crazy and clean it. Mm. and don't act, just say I'm going to start to bed five minutes early and I'm going to spend five minutes cleaning before I go to bed with the intent of releasing what no longer serves me my intent is to release what no longer serves me that's mm. it yeah. and so we have to simplify we live in a society that this I'm not trying to man bash I'm not trying but we do live in a masculine society that was built on systems and efficiencies and with COVID and with all these shifts, the feminine is coming up and it's saying, we want to nurture. We want to yeah. flow in a different way. We, as the women have the one empowerment we have had is the environment yeah. is the homes. Most men are like, give me a big TV. Give me a garage. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Well, let's take that. Let's take that. Yeah. Let's create these nests that nurture us and right. all of us. Yeah, make that man cave and that way you can have the living room, right? That's right. Like you can have your garage. Let's get that garage system and put your TV out there too. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Yes. So when you are working with a client, uh, and, and I really want you to focus on your work with women, what about that work really disturbs and challenges you? Um, how much they struggle to love themselves, mm. how much they struggle to feel like they deserve, how much they're people pleasing. Mm. I make their husbands leave the room sometimes. I'm like, no, I am fierce. I'm fierce. I'm fire. And when it comes to women, I can stand straight up. I work with men every day in the building industry. So there's no man that's going to intimidate me. Mm -hmm. And you've signed a contract with me. And I was up front with you, up, up front, honest with you and your partner, because I will fight your partner for you until you get the legs to do it. So mm -hmm. I call it baby legs. You Aww. have to see it and it's okay. You have Bambi legs. You're on yeah. the ice. Okay. I got you. And I will create that space for you. And that mm -hmm. is when I say I align inner and outer spaces, I am also holding this container. Mm. And when we start to change, everyone around us freaks out because we needed to fit a way they wanted us to be. Mm. And we freak out because we don't want to lose that connection, but we have never even had a connection. We were people pleasing, being what they wanted to feel 
in the group, we don't even know what belonging is Mm. because we haven't shown up as our truest selves Mm. and our truest selves is why we're here. Yeah. And so my heart, it breaks and the space I have to hold and create, and it's not always pretty, Mm. but it is what I do. And the people that show up are ready for it. So yeah. I, always, um, there, I always tell people, I only take about 50% because some of you aren't ready yet. So let me plant the seed. When you're ready, I'll see you. Yeah. I don't, that's how I work. Yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. So, so similar to how I like to approach the same, the same sort of part of business, like eat it doesn't make sense for me to work with you unless you're in the right place for this. So let, let's not even talk about, you know, what you're investing in this until we know that yeah, we would work well. A together. lot of times I refer them other places. Yes. I have a Facebook group. I bring I them. I know somebody who's better for you. Yeah. Right. Or <laughs> hey, go ahead and join the Facebook group, kind of start playing with this. Mm-hmm. You know, like I try to create ways that you can um, kind of till your garden and get ready but you may not be ready for planting the seed yet. <laughs> you know, it's not season. Yeah. And don't feel like you're less than. They're like, oh my God. I'm like, no, you're perfect. You're right where you need to be for you. This is your journey. Yeah. Again, I always say it's life by, I mean, it's a life by your design, right? Like that's yeah. what I'm helping you create. What's your design? Discover mm-hmm. your life by your design. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's flip that and say what, what about that work with women really astonishes and excites you when they have the aha, the light bulb. Ah, yes. When they're, and then, then I'm like, okay, now we got to integrate. So what step are we going to take? And then they're like, oh shit. (laughs) 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 We're just going to get to have that feel good moment. I'm like, oh, we're going to celebrate. And then we're going to move on right away. (laughs) We're going to do one step forward. And the one step forward usually hesitant, right? Then I'm like, okay, what's, what is even a smaller step we could take? Because I don't want to diminish the celebration. The insight is, I tell people, I'm your your view mirror in your car, right? Like you can keep looking through the windshield and you're going to be fine, most likely, if you're going forward, right? You don't necessarily have to see what's coming up. You'll react how you need to react. But if you'd like a rear mirror to see what's coming before it hits right beside you, that is the coaching I give. I can help you see, but I'm not giving you anything you don't have. I'm just hoping you see it a little bit sooner. Mm, I love that. I have never heard that analogy. Did you come up with that? That's brilliant. <laughs> that's my little gift. My analogies. Some of them are a little iffy, but that one's a good one. <laughs> that's a very good one. Yeah, I love that. Oh, wonderful. So the aha moment is the, the best part. It is. Uh, for the next question, what I want you to think about is, you know, we, we've talked about how women struggling with all kinds of things in their lives, all these different pieces and parts that are, you know, putting pressure on them and they're, they're having trouble actually finding themselves. I want you to pick an audience and you can pick the women, you can pick their families, you can pick, you know, the boss, society at large, media, whatever it is you want to pick an audience and tell that audience what they need to do to help women not feel that way. They need to be real and authentic and vulnerable. They need to show up. Mm, so you're talking directly to the women. I need, I'm talking to the men. I'm, you know, there are some badass men that really do support us. Mm-hmm. Most of them are fathers, but 
everybody needs to be vulnerable, open, and real. Are men really mm. vulnerable and open? I mean, we point them into a picture of being protectors and providers. Yeah. They're not any better off than we are. Right. So they, have they their really own issues. Yeah. They really aren't. The question is, is when can we start showing up right where we are mm-hmm. and be okay with it? And I struggle with it. I I am, I'm beautiful. My body is in the, where it's supposed to be. And I tell you, I struggle to show up and be, I don't wear makeup. I do okay in my face, but my body, I have a huge body image issues because I go to the grocery store and they're all painted. They're not real. Yeah. And those women spend all day doing that. So when are we going to start showing real women of all sizes, of all colors, of all wrinkles, of all Like I need that from the media. I need Mm -hmm. men to show up and be scared and be like, I don't know how to address you. Like I find you attractive. What do I say then? Okay. Let me help you. I'll coach you through that. Yeah. I don't have an issue coaching you and being there. If you say something disgusting, I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to say, do you want coaching on that? Or do you want to turn around and leave? Because (laughs) I've been watching Grey's Anatomy and I'm I'm just like channeling one of the characters. (laughs) Oh, you need some coaching. Yeah. I mean, and I asked them, you can either leave or I will coach you. And I will tell you that 80% of the men go, okay, help me. Like what should have I said? But I am brave enough to stand in my space and not just get pissy with them and be like, obviously you just don't know. Yeah. You don't say that. Right. Now I work in construction, so it's very difficult. They don't know, but, um, I still feel like they are usually gracious. And they want to know. It's just, I'm just tired of the whole Instagram photos. I'm tired of everything being perfect. I'm excited about, you know, joyful marketing and these younger kids that are being real. They're getting on live as they go to bed and be like, people are shocked. I'm honest. I'm like, isn't that amazing? Like she's getting all these followers because she's real and honest. And I'm like, yes. So we're getting there. We just have to do more of it. Mm -hmm. And as women, we just have to be brave that if somebody doesn't like us has nothing to do with us, it has to do with them. And even though they left me, I will never leave me. So one of the things I always say to myself is it's okay. It's okay. Mm -hmm. I'm here. I'm not going to leave you. We have a million parts. We have the little girl part. We have the manager part. We have, we have all of those parts. They're all part of us. And I like to breathe bigger, bring them all in and be like, it's okay. I'm not leaving any. We're all together in this. Yeah. (laughs) We are resilient. There is no species that can do what we do with our bodies and have babies (laughs) and do all the things we do. Yeah. And not be freaking resilient. It's not that we're perfect. But we freaking bounce. We're made of rubber. It'll be fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, and I do love that you brought that up, that that issue of when somebody leaves you for whatever reason or does not engage with you in the way you want them to engage with, the tendency really is to, to take it to heart, to take it personally. And, and what better strength can you show than to say, you know what, this is not about me and I'm not leaving me. Yeah. I mean, women are like, I don't know. What should I do? What can I do? I'm like, be more you. Yeah. Where's your heart? Come back into you. Mm. And that says women, how we love each other. Like, Hey, I love you sis. Yes. Did do something, you know, you cheated on your husband. You did something that you're like despicable. I'm despicable. Okay. That's a behavior. That's not you. Right. Right. Separate, Separate the behavior from the person. 
Right. Like we got to figure out how we cheer each other on. Not that that behavior was okay, but that, Hey, I'm here with you. I love you. Mm -hmm. You you know, here's all the things that you are. That's one thing you did. (laughs) Right. So do a hundred great things. Yeah. Oh, and I love how this just all comes back to, you know, and, and how can you be more real and be more you? It really comes down to what's outside you, your space. It does. And I'll tell you supportive of who you are and how comfortable you are being yourself. And I show not Instagram. So I show really nice pictures and I show my real pictures. And I'll tell you, I don't get good response on my real pictures. I don't, but I still show them. I'm not going to stop. Right. And I'm still going to show the high-end pictures too, because I do that too. It's all me, but the grandma that's like, I want a collage wall of you know, photos, people might not find that lovely. That shifted her life. Yeah. She's getting ready. She's in early times of dementia. And so for her, that was her way of recognizing her family. And so that was, that was so holy for me. Mm. And I got crappy comments on social media about it. Like you call yourself a designer, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I do. Mm. I design for lives. I don't design for your pleasure. I don't design for Instagram. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For that family and that life that I still feel honored. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and I still share those, even though I get the bullies, I just kind of block them and delete them. They don't need to be in my life. (laughs) I don't really need them. And if you cross me out, I block you and delete you too, if you're rude. So, (laughs) yes. Yeah. I, I spent a lot of time sort of struggling with, with the whole social media question, especially starting in about 2015, 2016, and really decided, you know, it, I, I just stopped following certain people and I, I don't need your negativity. <laughs> and very, very intentionally kept some people in my feed who I knew were not going to be bullies about it, but had very different perspectives than I did. And it kept me very honest about what I posted because I wanted to post something and I would think, well, how would so-and-so react? You know, am I going to, am I going to let so-and-so show his true colors? Is he going to show himself in his best light if he comments on this? And I thought, okay, then maybe I don't need to post that. (laughs) Well, and I actually still post them and I let, I don't Mm -hmm. mind bad comments at all, at all, as long as you're not being, and I leave them. Yeah. I think that it's important. It's Um, so important to show other perspectives as long as yeah, they're respectful. You're, exactly. If you're going to be any kind of sexual about things or you're going to, I don't, none of that. Yeah, none of that. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to bully any of my people, nope, not going to do that. You're gone. Yeah. Right. But if you disagree with me, I don't really have Fine. a big issue with yeah. that. Um, you know, those people that completely don't call me a designer and are rude about it, I still leave them on there because that's their opinion. They want everything white and whatever's the latest fashion. That's telling me they're living for the outside world. Yes. Everything gray. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm so sick of gray. (laughs) Well, now it's all white. Everything white with just black window frame. And so that's fine. Black window frames. Interesting. Yeah. That's what the big thing is. And that's totally fine. It's, if that's beautiful to you because you're minimalistic, great. Yes. If it's beautiful to you. Right. But if you're doing it because you saw it in, you know, architectural digest and that's, you want to be like movie star X, Y, Z, then this is so funny. I, I very often get into discussion about the word should with people 
And it really comes down to like, what I like to tell them is, you know, should and self-care is what Cosmo wants you to do. And soul care is what the cosmos is asking you for. And I'm just like, this is what you need to think about. When you think I should be eating this way, I should be, you know, my house should look like this. I should work out this way. Ah, stop right I, there. I, I go, stop shitting all over yourself. Yes, exactly. <laughs> stop shooting all over yourself. <laughs> and what do you choose? So, okay. So I, and I have them write it down. I call it the barf bucket, write down all your sh- shoulds in the barf bucket <laughs> because I think it has to be in a container. So we put it yeah. in a container and now I choose. Yes. And this is our blessing bucket because we can choose. That is a blessing. So I should the reply barf to bucket and the blessing bucket. <laughs> And I, the reason, because I, you know, the one thing about the coaching world that makes me crazy is just have a positive mindset. Don't make anything bad. Uh, okay. As soon as you say the word just also, I, ah, no, <laughs> I'm like, we're freaking human. If this it is, were this- just that easy, we would just be doing it. Right. <laughs> right. So for me, I like the container that this is my, I like that it's in this square. If I have to have three barf buckets, I have three barf buckets, but it's in that square. It's not blowing up all over my life. Yeah. And then I have the same amount of buckets for blessings because Mm. whatever you're shooting, you have to now choose. I should reply to every email. I'm going to choose to only reply to my urgent emails. Oh yes. Whatever you want to do, but your, your digital space, as well as your, your physical space. Yeah. And sometimes it might be easier because you're laying in bed and you're feeling crappy. Just clean up your digital space. Use that for your Mm. one minute. I'm fine with that. Yeah. It's anything. Mm we can release yeah. is going to open space for what we want. I love vision boards because they allow us to keep our vision of where we want to go, how we want to be. I have, you know, a self-nourishing one, one for the year. I have all kinds of vision boards mm. because then that is also, I have it in my bathroom, one of them, because I go to the bathroom right before I go to bed. And first thing when I wake up, so that's my, that Perfect place. Like, yeah. <laughs> And then like where I'm working, I have myself nourishing because I tend to overwork. Yeah. So like I look up and I'm like, Ooh, when did Ooh. I it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of a dentist's office I went to. And I've, I've noticed more and more dentists doing this, but when you're back in the chair, they have something up there for you to look at. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Great. Well, tell people where they can find you either on you know, social media, you mentioned a Facebook group and I'll make sure to link all that up. Uh, and if you have any sort of coaching programs that you want to let us know where to find, let me know and uh, tell people where to find you. Okay. Um, on Facebook, I'm at Annette Stahl, S-T-A-H-L. So just under my name, um, on my website is a design discovery. So discover a life by your design is kind of my whole tagline. Um, I do spaces. I do coaching. I do consulting. I do small businesses. So if you're an entrepreneur and you're a little bit stuck, I do that too. Um, I am. I just, think that's how we connected because Paula connected us. You had led a, a group you subbed for somebody, I think. I did. Yes. I did a business group. So, yeah. um, so hey, Paula, uh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> so I am in my rebuild stage. I've been building new homes and doing much more in the designer space 
and consulting space. And I've been moving over to the coaching space. So a design discovery, my website's getting a whole uplift and there'll be some new programs starting in 2023, but I'm using my space <laughs> an open space for that clarity. So if there is something you want, this is a great time to contact me because it may go into my offerings. <laughs> so. Ah, excellent. Okay, great. Thank you so much. And thanks for playing with me today. I'm, I'm all inspired to like, take a look at my spaces in a whole new way. I just had the pleasure of moving and renovating. So I'm, I'm very happy with my space right now, right now, for now, it's <laughs> for a now. very good space. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you Thanks very again. much. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Please note that any suggestions provided on this show are not meant to replace medical advice and the opinions of the guests on this show are their own. Simply Health Coaching and Elizabeth A. Baker, LLC, neither endorse nor take responsibility for statements made by guests. Let me know your thoughts about the episode and share your biggest takeaways and aha moments. And let me know who else you want to hear from on the topic of being well while doing good. You can send me a voice message directly through Anchor, as well as some of the other listening platforms. Please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast in your listening app so you never miss an episode. Love the podcast? You can support it with a donation directly from the podcast homepage in most listening apps. If you'd like to know more about my work, visit my website at simplyhealthcoaching.com. As always, the link is in the show notes.